Hi y'all, this is Paulina and welcome to Inside My Mind. Hello, hello and welcome back. Uh, It's Friday night and I just decided to hop on the mic because I have some serious things to talk about today. So on this week's episode, I'm planning to cover a little bit about insecurities, self-love and hobbies because I've just been thinking about that a lot this week um, for many reasons and two of them being is that I started my aerial yoga classes again this week after a long break and because I started watching a new Netflix show called Everything Now which also has to do about eating disorders and how a young girl is dealing with those eating disorders. And I really find it so fascinating that nowadays, um, especially on platforms like Netflix, HBO, and so on, you can see so many shows, you can watch so many shows that sort of hit those important topics, um, like, yeah, like eating disorders, mental disorders, and so on. Because I feel like when I was growing up, um, that really was not available to, to me as a teenager, And I feel like I could have really benefited from that, uh, especially when I was around like 15 and 16, because I feel like at that age is really when you start to sort of have those really bad insecurities because you're at the awkward phase of your life where you start to look slightly more like an adult, but not yet. And your body is full of hormones and is doing a whole bunch of weird things. And you're not really sure what to make out of that and like how to feel about it. And there are days where you feel super great and your hair just fits, you know, falls perfectly and your jeans fit perfectly and you look great. And then you have those really low days where you just don't want to get out of bed. Um, obviously, that there doesn't only happen when you're a teenager. Uh, it happens when you're an adult as well. But uh, I feel like you're the most vulnerable when you're in your teen years or early adulthood. And I think that's also due to the fact that you want to like almost fit in. You want to have friends. You want to be known. You want to look pretty. Like You want to be seen. Uh, and when you're having a bad day and nothing fits the right way and you start to really overthink and you really start to focus on your insecurities. And let me tell you, it's an awful way to really go about life. It's really awful to be stuck in that rot and just keep thinking about all the things that you're you're insecure about. Um, And to tell you from personal experience, I've been there and I've done that and it happened. But I feel like the older I got, I started to have a little bit more self-love. And it's not an easy thing to accomplish. And don't get me wrong, because I still have plenty of insecurities. However, I think at this point in my life, I try not to really think about them. Because I know that thinking about them and will just do me more harm than actual any good. So let's talk about it and let's get it out in the open and talk about our insecurities. I mean, when I was growing up, I think one of the, my biggest insecurities was, well, one, was my nose and then two, um, my boyish figure. Uh, mainly for the fact that I do have a pretty big nose and I just, 
always looked at it and I would look at it in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God, like I would love to get a plastic surgery. But at the same time, when I would think about getting a plastic surgery or just having that thought cross my mind, I would be like, well, but plastic surgeries can also go wrong. Um, So for a really long time, that thought would cross my mind like almost every day. Like maybe one day I'll get a plastic surgery. I'll get a plastic surgery when I'm older. However, now I've reached my age of 27 and I don't even think about getting plastic surgery for my nose. Like I've actually came to actually love my nose. Well, maybe not love. Maybe that's still, we're still not there yet. However, I just don't think about it so much. Like I know I have a big nose and like I can make a joke out of it, you know? Like it's nothing that I'm ashamed of anymore. Um, But it took me a really long time to actually just accept it. And the other thing was, as I said before, um, was my boyish figure because I saw all of my, well, almost all of my classmates that were girls uh, actually have curves and growing breasts and so on and developing, whereas I sort of just looked like a boy for a really long time. And it really hit me because it was one of those things that when there's that stereotype of a woman, you know, of like how a woman should look like and that she should have hips, like large hips, and she should have big breasts and she should have a big butt and so on. Like the typical image that you would see in the media, uh, I did not fit that image. And it really had a toll on my self-esteem. And it was like that for a really long time. And I did so many things to sort of look like those girls in those magazines or music videos and so on for the fact that I wanted to fit in. I wanted to be like one of them, um, to not be ashamed of my body. And there was a time where I would work out a lot because I thought, well, maybe if I work out a lot, I will actually get those curves. Obviously, it doesn't really work like that. Like, yeah, to a certain extent. However, obviously, you need to have a special diet and so on. But my 16-year-old self, my 17-year-old self did not really think that through. And yes, I would work out, but it would just result in me getting abs, which is, yeah, yeah, like a lot of people would be like, wow, like you actually had abs. Yeah, but that was not my goal. My goal was to actually be curvy and I was not getting that goal. And it was so frustrating to just not be seen as like the typical, beautiful, stereotypical woman of what you would see in magazines or music videos or social media and so on. Obviously now, like when I really think about it, like it's a little bit funny, you know, because who was I really trying to impress? I was trying to impress a whole bunch of like 16 year old boys, uh, which like they did not deserve the attention nor my time. But obviously at that point in my life, it was a really big deal to me. And I just remembered I had like another big insecurity and I think it was just like hidden somewhere in the back of my mind, like repressed because I don't really want to remember this. But I really had bad acne when I was a teenager. And the thing is, I still get acne and it's fine. Like, I don't really worry about it too much anymore. 
But when I was like 15 or 16 and I had really, really awful acne, I would put on layers of makeup thinking that it would actually make it better, but it did not, obviously. And my face just ended up looking like the Nestle crunchy chocolate bars. It just looked awful. It looked horrible. Uh, however, in my mind, it didn't. It did not look like that. Like I thought that people could not see the acne that I had underneath my makeup. I don't know why I believed that, but that was what I thought. And in some ways, I feel like it was my like security blanket of just putting on makeup so people don't have to see my real face because I felt like it was ugly at that point in my life. And obviously my mom told me many times, don't put on makeup if you already have acne, like it's just gonna make it worse. Make sure you wash your face, you make sure you use this, that, uh, just so I can actually look better. However, I did not take that advice and up until this point in my life, I still have acne scars. And that was also one of my really big insecurities and I still sort of struggle with that. However, like I've met my partner and I feel like I'm the most beautiful woman in the world. Um, so I think really there are certain people that sort of help you see that you have that beauty within you and that outside beauty as well. But yeah, when I think about the makeup that I was wearing when I was like 14 or 15 and how awful it looked. And it's just like, you had that like cakey makeup. Um, it was like, it almost felt like foam type of thing. And it was like two colors darker than it's really supposed to be. And you didn't blend it very well because you didn't know how to blend it very well. Like, especially during those years, like... The idea of blending didn't really exist. So my makeup just looked god awful. And I remember I wanted always to put on blush and eyeliner. And God, I remember like distinctly going to the bathroom in high school and reapplying eyeliner as if that's gonna make me look better. And I'm sure it did not. So let me tell you this, if you have those insecurities or if you have any other insecurities, um, it does get better eventually with time and this goes especially for that younger audience um your body is still changing you're still growing and if i can still have acne at 27 um it's, it's normal you know it's part of the process and our bodies are changing constantly so it does happen and it's definitely not easy to co overcome those insecurities. But for me, what really helped me was just surrounding myself with people that sort of accept me for just who I am and not what I look like or how I look like any given day. And that definitely just helps you with that healing process and that process of, you know, self-love. Um, for me, it took me ages to actually really just accept who I am and accept that I will never have a butt like Kim Kardashian does, uh, that will never have the curves of Nicki Minaj just because my body was not designed to look like that. And I look fine just the way that I look. And if I don't accept myself, if I don't love myself, um, how can someone else really see my true colors and my true self if I can't even accept that part of myself? And I think I really just started to accept myself at the age or around the age of 22, 23. Um, mainly for the fact that I started to do things that I really love and that 
really just helped me focus on other things than just how I look. And one of those things that really helped me or like helped me tremendously was writing and writing down my thoughts and writing down some of my insecurities, writing down poetry and writing about those insecurities or just writing about my feelings at that moment. It really helped me because I feel like I was focused on that in that moment and then when I put my journal aside I didn't have to think about it I didn't have to look back at it I could just reflect on it whenever I would feel like it so I would open up my journal if I felt like that I needed to look back at it and be like oh yeah now I remember like this is what it felt like to be in that shitty situation let's not go back there and I also started working out once again but this time it was actually for me. It wasn't for the fact that I wanted to impress a boy or whoever. So it was more focused on that. I want to do well for myself and I want to feel healthy uh, just for my own feeling of being healthy. And lastly, just trying out different types of hobbies. Like one of my favorite things to do now is aerial yoga. And I never thought that I would actually do that like ever in my whole entire life and it's such a like freeing feeling where I go to that class and I don't have to think about how do I look like am I gonna sweat like am I gonna come out of that class a mess because all of us are in there for the reason of just because we enjoy being there we like to learn those new poses and we just want to help each other out like we're a whole bunch of random strangers pretty much but we're always there for each other and we help each other out and it's such a like positive energy such positive vibes that it just makes you feel like wow like I don't even know these people but they really care about me and my well-being while I'm in this class and it's such a wonderful feeling and it definitely makes you feel like a freaking goddess when you're in there but yeah, that's the most important thing, surrounding yourself with people that really actually just care about you and love you for who you are and not for what you look like. And if they do judge you based on what you look like, well, fuck them. Because I feel like we're already so brainwashed into thinking that we need to look a certain way and behave a certain way because of everything that we see in social media. But like be you, you know, like, be your individual self, be unique, and if people don't like it, I'm sure there will be one person in every hundred people, let's say, uh, that will like that, and will care about that, and will, will be there with you, and by your side, and my goodness, I'm starting to sound like a fucking therapist again, but anyways, I mean, I really do hope that this brings a little bit of light to some people that have been struggling whether in the past or now and are just learning about how to just really love themselves and that acceptance and self-love and as i stated before i'm nowhere near fucking perfect like i have so many imperfections and i still have some of my insecurities that i do carry with me however I Like I said, I don't really try to focus on them. I try not to really think about them because 
it's really not necessary. It's not like a huge part of my identity at this point. Like, at least like now, I'm not trying to impress anyone. Like, the only person I'm really just trying to impress is myself. Like, I'm just trying to do my best and to do well in my life just for me. Well, and my cats. I mean, they deserve it as well. So remember, especially now that a lot of people have these New Year's resolutions to go to the gym, to eat better, to do this, that, and the other, um, ask yourself a question. Who are you really just doing this for? Are you doing this for yourself or somebody else? And it's not a huge problem if you're doing this for somebody else, but you should put yourself first. At the end of the day, like... It doesn't matter how good of a person you are and how good you look and whatnot. You can always be replaced. And that's the really sad reality of it. But you yourself, you can't replace you unless you have, I don't know, like some sort of cloning machine that I would love to know about. Um, So anyways, thanks for listening. And hopefully this little pep talk made you feel a little bit better. So yeah, once again, thank you and until next time, bye!